This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. By making their inner world visible, Women get in touch with their inner authenticity and develop personal artistic voice. Valerie Atelis interviews Annette Laus, the author of From Art to Empowerment, How Women Can Develop Artistic Voice. Annette Laus, M.E.D., M.S.C., is an artist, author, and freelance art educator and coach from the Netherlands living and working in Greece. She has taught collage, mixed media, ceramics, and art and personal development in Athens for the past 20 years at schools, middle schools and high schools, and at cultural centers with adults. She is the author of From Art to Empowerment, How Women Can Develop Artistic Voice, an art workbook for women. The book is available on Amazon, Arcway, and Barnes & Noble as a print copy and as an ebook. Annette holds a master's degree in sociology and women's studies of the University of Amsterdam, a postdoctorate degree in cultural management of Paris Dauphine University, and a master's degree in art education from the Maryland Institute College of Art, MICA, in Baltimore. Annette has specialized in art coaching and artistic talent development. The purpose of her teaching practice is to support artists, art students, and creatives in gaining increased self-awareness and understanding of their individual creative process, as well as to promote their personal and artistic growth, the development of their artistic voice. She's been studying and exploring the link between artistic expression and self-discovery in the visual arts, dance, and theater her whole life. In 2014, she created the Iris Art Center, a center for adult art education specialized in the development of personal artistic voice. Here, she organizes summer art workshops and artist coaching residencies in the Greek countryside about 20 miles north from the center of Athens. Now, due to corona, she also coaches artists online. Meet Annette at www.annettelaus.com. Here's the interview with Annette Laus. In your own words, who is Annette Laux? Um, in my own words, uh, well, I, I think I'm a, I'm a soul explorer. Um, I, I really strongly feel the idea of, of, uh, of researching the soul qualities in, in myself and in others. It's, it's uh, very connected to the question, how does it feel? How does life feel? How does this experience feel? And I think that's one of the reasons why I turn to art, because art is such a, a, a fantastic medium to express soul qualities, because uh, it has a visual language. And um, yeah, it, it's, it, you can really create something that feels in a certain way. Um, so yeah, in that is that is one one uh, quality of me, and and the other thing that is 
that has been really important in my whole life is is uh, self discovery and and self knowledge self actualization everything that has to do with with uh discovering who i am and also helping other people discover who they are and so i i combined uh art the world of art and and visual expression with self discovery and i created my own work around this this uh theme that is so important to me so um yeah i sort of it's it, it's really funny because my mom was a midwife and she helped women give birth to their babies mm-hmm. and the work that i do right now mm-hmm. is i help women give birth to themselves <laughs> you know, to, i love that <laughs> yeah it's it's mm-hmm. it's i i thought about that a few days ago and i thought that's mm-hmm. that's amazing um yeah, yeah and and through uh, through bringing them back to themselves and helping them express it they they really they realize what what their value is and and yeah also what the the meaning of their life life is for them um somehow women are so much directed to other people to the needs of others and and to their relationships and and sometimes they they forget to to really yeah pay attention to themselves and and true. and research their lives and and what they want for themselves you know so true yes i agree and i will be asking you more questions to explore why that is and how you do your work too and i love the way you say the way you uh, define yourself in a way so explorer that's a beautiful way of saying that What is the soul to you, Annette? Is that the same as the spirit? Ah, uh, the soul is for me is is it feels like that that's really that essence inside that 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 uh, like a spiritual scent that that unique scent that everybody has the um in in the on the in the in a way it is um um yeah it's so it feels so spiritual the soul but it's it's it feels like it is where all the goodness is and all the uh generosity and 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 positivity and wanting to help wanting to help other people and 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 being complete it's like it's like the end stadium of life it's it's like it's in essence inside us it's where you where you are when you leave sort of Uh, that's that's a little bit how it feels. Uh, basically, like an essence, like the like the good seed that that is inside of us. My other initial questions, the warm up questions part of it, is the meaning or the purpose of life. What do you think that is the reason to be here? The meaning of life. Yeah, I think uh, I think everybody has to find that for himself or herself. Uh, I don't think there is a universal meaning of life. Uh, I also I believe very strongly in astrology, and when you look at the individual chart of a person, it really looks like the the person has come to Earth for a specific reason to experience something, to learn something, to go through something, and and they, yeah, astrology really convinced me that um, there is like a. a, a a greater meaning for everybody uh in coming to this earth <laughs> it sounds a bit of a fun uh, i've i've also through being uh, working with art and i've done a series world art and and 
Um, I researched uh, arts all over the world, Indonesia, Australia. And um, yeah, all these these countries, art is like spiritual and it, it has a relation with, with discovering who you are and why you are here and, uh, and what is meaningful. That is so important, what is meaningful. Um, so, and that is a unique experience. What is meaningful for me may not be meaningful for you. Uh, so that is so beautiful that that we cannot judge uh, what other people are doing because they are convinced that what they are doing is meaningful for them. So out, out of respect, we can have meaningful conversations with each other and trying mm -hmm. to understand <laughs> each other. But it's very unique and it's very individualized in that way, very personal. Even the idea of spirituality, too, I noticed. Yeah, we have these ideas individual ideas. What about empowerment? What is your understanding and idea of being empowered? Um, for me, uh, empowerment has a very, very strong link to uh, self-knowledge. So um, first of all, to um, I, I think it starts the first steps of, of, of empowerment is, is to have self-esteem and um to having become conscious of yourself realizing who you are esteeming who you are uh developing self-awareness um it also has a link with yeah believing in yourself and and not needing outside validation anymore so just knowing your own worth knowing where you stand. I mean, if you look at empowered people like, like uh, Michelle Obama or, <laughs> or the way they talk in front of a big audience, they are empowered. They are just fully uh, close to, to who they are. They, they, they esteem themselves. They know what they know. And uh, yeah, and, and art making can, can foster empowerment. That's why I called my book From Art to Empowerment. Uh, because, um, yeah, by making personal art, um, by, by expressing the images you encounter on the inside when you start a process of self-reflection, um, you get in touch with yourself and, and, and you discover what is, what is meaningful for you, what makes your heart beat faster. And, and it, it sounds funny. It, it, I don't want to say that you fall in love with yourself. I mean, it's, that is, that's not what it is, but it is discovering what is meaningful and what is important to you can really give you a kick. Like, yes, I found it. This is, it. wow, I feel so strong. And so, so making art and, and visualizing, uh, all that, all that, that, that those many things that you have inside you and, and, and starting to believe in yourself. I mm. think that is, uh, yeah, that is, that is empowerment, I think. I love what you do, Annette. I really believe that artistic activities of any kind, it opens the door to deeper self-knowledge and self-awareness. And that's interesting when you say that the empowerment has everything to do with knowing oneself, that also, to me, what is empowering about it is that we also feel more connected with everything around us. Then it's almost like separation disappears. That's a very, very powerful way of navigating this reality, isn't it? 
Um, let me talk about art for a moment. A lot of us believe that that we cannot be artists because we are not creative. So they connect being creative to making art or being artistic. So my question is, do we need to make art in order to be creative or we can be creative in different ways? Yeah, you can, you can absolutely be creative in different ways. Um, yeah, there is also, there is this thing about art, you know, it's like it is holy and, and it is, it is, uh, it is connected to, to something that you cannot go, go near. It's unreachable or something. And, 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 and it is, it is also incredible to see that, especially women, how many women go to art shops and buy paints and brushes and canvases and they go mm-hmm. home and they have blushes on their cheeks. Like, mm-hmm. oh my, my God. I bought everything going to start tomorrow and they put it somewhere and they never start and because the the it's it's so they feel suddenly uh, so blocked by themselves because they're like oh my god what am i going to do now what am i going to express so so uh, making art and then i will talk about creativity making art is is uh the first steps are to to sort of have a focus and to to find uh, an, an issue or a theme that that really that you feel passionate about that 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 makes your 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 heart sing, and then to to start with the first steps of of expressing that, um, that people sometimes think that they first that they have to learn so many techniques, but it's not about about how you paint; it is about what you paint. That that is maybe the most so yeah, in my book I give all the steps uh, how to start making art, and I use collage, which is a very easy way. But uh, yeah, my my book sort of removes all those blocks. Like, oh my god, art is so difficult because it it connects uh, self-reflective thinking. So, to, 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 which is a way asking yourself questions: what is important to me? Uh, with visualization, with journaling, and then step by step, it's such an integrative process. Uh, women uh, discover what is important to them, and then they start making art uh, around that 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 uh, issue, like real artists do. Basically, you know, they they have a focus, an idea first, and then they they make art. Uh, they visualize their their idea or their their narrative that they have in their head, but. Uh, being creative is is more has to do, I think, with self confidence and and believing that that you have good ideas and you can do something new. Creativity is is combining two things that are that don't really belong to each other and um, and uh, finding an, a new way of expressing something. So, creative cooking, for instance, or creative gardening, or it very much has to do with with projecting your own personality into uh, yeah something that you really that you really like like gardening or cooking or whatever yeah daring it's also a question of of daring to do it and facing your your vulnerability you know like oh i'm trying this and it's not going to work and other people are going to judge me and say oh look what she did and so it is also it also has to do with owning your your ways and your vulnerability and and yeah making art and creativity everything comes down to getting to know yourself and accepting yourself and and knowing what 
what you're good at and, and what you're developing and and being content with that you know so that is that's really important and because your your podcast is on healing um in that way art making can be self-healing if you get to know yourself through art making arts it is self-healing eventually i wonder why so many of us especially women uh, have these blocks what do you think gets in the way when it comes to self-acceptance and self-love um, I, I think it has very, very much to do with, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, I studied sociology and women's studies in Amsterdam <laughs> in the 80s. So I'm, I'm, right. I'm very uh, influenced by, by feminism and women's and gender studies, and they call it gender studies now. But yeah. I think that, that it, 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 it comes down to, to patriarchy, you know, to right. the fact that, that, that we are socialized in, in, a, in a society for, for thousands of years where, where the, the male establishment is, is, is the rule and, and is, is the norm. So, um, yeah, it's still, it's, it's still true that, that, that the female is less worthy than the male. And, and women aren't valued for what they do. I mean, I talk to people and they say, what are you talking about? It's 2021. And I say, you are not female. So you don't know that, that patriarchy is like the air we breathe. You know, it is everywhere. It's in schools. It's in workplaces. It's in politics. It's in families. Um, it's, it's so strongly present that it will take hundreds of years. So to come back to your, to your, to your question, um, I think we are we are socialized to take care of the needs of others and 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 constantly uh, sustaining the relationships around us. So and and we are we don't we're not socialized to focus on personal development and individuation. So when we are finally uh, adults, we are <laughs> so influenced. That it's, it's really hard to, I mean, so many women say, yeah, but I don't want to become an egoist. And I say, but you're not an egoist when you put yourself first and when your life is, is, is the most important thing for you. And that's where you go for. And you're not an egoist. You have the right to choose first for yourself. And unless, of course, you have babies and stuff. But I mean, in generally, in your life, people always say, yes, but my husband, yes, but my mother, yes, but my sister. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is a really interesting thing. And I also think that the coaching industry has taken such a flight. So many women have, have entered this, this, uh, this world of, uh, uh, yeah, of, of being coached into a stronger, more self-confident uh, woman. So, yeah, this is something that it needs to change. And I think it is slowly changing, right, Annette? Hopefully. Yes, it is slowly changing. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. is, is slowly changing. Uh, but, uh, but like yesterday, I had a, a quick conversation with my 27-year-old daughter. And, um, yeah, we exchanged our experiences as women. And, and um we also we we both agree that we constantly try to do more and better and you know to to really <laughs> feel that we are we are performing right so uh, in society well a man men have, don't feel this need to reach like a hundred percent they 
they just do what they need to do and that then it's okay i mean that's how it feels when you are when you are really trying to establish yourself as a woman in a professional environment let me ask you this question Annette, before i begin asking you questions about your book freedom what is your idea of freedom what is to be free from your perspective ah freedom yeah. um wow what is freedom for me um yes I think I think freedom is is um, uh, discovering discovering a way of living um, that that works for you instead of against you. So uh, it 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 means very much. I mean, like when you see seagulls fly in the sky, they find the currents, the air currents, and then they they use the currents of the air in the sky to to save energy and to to sort of uh, uh, to to fly in an economic way and mm-hmm. and 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 not flap their wings till they're till they're exhausted. And mm-hmm. and I think that is that is very much has to do also for me with 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 freedom, like using the currents. And and being relaxed about life and um, uh, yeah, that's 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 the first image I get about about freedom is uh, um, yeah. yeah yeah I love that you idea see the currents of life instead of uh, doing what what is easy and doing what gives joy in your life focusing on what gives joy positive thinking. Uh, always mentioning what went well in a situation and not what what didn't go well. That gives a, a feeling of freedom, like like you are in control when you mention the positive things and you mention I'm going with the flow and it's 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 all gonna be all right. You immediately feel relaxed and happy and and free. So you wrote the book from art to empowerment: How women can develop artistic voice. What was the main inspiration and intention of writing your book? Um, yeah, I had absolutely didn't have any intention to write a book. I was, mm. I, was uh, I think, I was very insecure. I was like everybody of other people write books, but but I will never be able to write a book. But the thing is, uh, when I when I turned fifty, uh, I thought, okay, now I'm fifty. Kids are leaving the house. Uh, uh, empty nest is dawning. I have to do something, otherwise it's going to be really hard for me. And as I had started to teach uh, collage, I thought, "Wow, there is a low residency program in art education in the United States, and uh, that that is so appealing for me. I'm going to get myself a master's in art education because I want to know everything about adult art education." So I I, I did that uh, master's in art education, and in during my studies. We had to do uh, a research in one of our groups, so that's what I combined. I did the, the qualitative research in uh, one of my groups. I wanted to see how artistic abilities and development in self-identity are connected when women make art, and so that was that was my research. I never intended to write a book around that research, my, but at the same time, one of my students said to me. What else is there to learn in order to become a real artist? And I thought, well, that is exactly um, uh, finding finding a story of self, finding your own narrative and expressing that in art. That is 
that is what you need to learn to become a real artist. So piece by piece, um, it started to sort of develop itself. And and the, the other thing that pushed me in, in writing the book is that um, the studies in, in, in whatever you, you study is so, are so theoretical. And while you are reading about creativity and artistic voice and artistic abilities, you think, oh, wow, this stuff is so interesting for, for ordinary people to know this and to, and to apply this. And then they can make art, you know, but there are not a lot of practical books for adults on how to make art. So I sort of, I felt I slowly started feel a little bit like a missionary you know like oh my god i really have to, i have to bring this information to all these women that want to make art so uh, that that also added to the thought and then plus my my uh, professor at, at at mica where i started studied she said oh this is so interesting this stuff is so interesting you really re- have to write a book about this so mm-hmm. then i was like okay <laughs> I just have <laughs> this to is do it. it now yeah yeah uh, it know. was hard but i but I'm really happy with my book. Yes, me too, Annette. It's very inspiring. And I love your art too, the collage that I have seen on your website and the, in the book too. There's something about that transcends this reality. You just, imagination, that's what it, the word you use. And that's what it does to us just by looking at it. It just that kind of transports us to a different reality that is very imaginative. Yeah. It's very light, playful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's uh, photomontage is ideal to create new realities. Absolutely. Right. Talk to me for a moment about the connection between imagination, self-expression, self-discovery, self-awareness, and freedom. Yeah, imagination for me is is like an. Uh, something that exists next to to the gut brain and the heart and the mind for yeah. me the imagination is is like is like an entity that has been completely misunderstood right. by humanity right. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, talk, to talk in huge big words <laughs> um i think that that the imagination sort of sticks everything together um yeah. art is 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 maybe the space of the senses and yeah, the, the visual the audio and and the psychology is the soul and the inner world and spirituality is the quest for meaning and then the imagination uh sort of uh directs this whole alchemy it's 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 like a new language anything anything you you think of or write or 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 uh see can be changed by the imagination can be uh yeah, I mean, if you if you look at what the surrealists did, for instance, they looked at the at the world soup real, so so outside reality, and it was the world of dreams and and uh, and fantasy, and and it and it is true you you can combine anything with anything. I, mean, I do this exercise in my classes when I say, oh, you say you 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 don't have good imagination. I say, but. You can imagine that you're an astronaut and you board your your Apollo and you're on your way to Venus and then you're going to Jupiter and then you're going to Pluto and you can imagine doing that or you can imagine opening a restaurant in Paris and and starting to cook fantastic uh, foods for your guests. You can imagine that. So you can imagine everything and and uh yeah sort of surrendering to the imagination and um 
and loving the fact that it is it is boundless uh i think it's the first step to uh to really start using the imagination for uh yes seeing how you can be um uh, how you would like to be uh, you know how how you how you would be if you were uh, a really good uh, well known artist i mean you don't have to be it you can imagine that you are uh, a well known uh, uh, artist and your art is splendid you can imagine that so the the thing is that from the imagining it's like <laughs> working from the future back to the present uh, a lot of uh, an incredible development can happen because when you put your mind on an idea your actions change right so I hope that answered your question a bit. Very much. It opens the door mm. to possibilities. That's what it is, isn't it, Annette? Infinite possibilities. Yeah. And and kids in school, yeah. they don't learn to use their imagination right. uh, as, as much as they, as they could, you know? Yeah. 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 It's more learning knowledge. It's all about the intellect more than imagination. Do you connect imagination to intuition? Um, yes, I think there is a connection. I think there is a connection. Intuition is, is another, uh, human capacity that is completely misunderstood because mm -hmm. lots of people say, I think I'm intuitive, but I, I don't really know because where is the intuition? How right. do you know you're intuitive? Mm -hmm. right. And, uh, so that's, that's, that, that has to do also a little bit with, with what I said about freedom. It is, it is going with the flow and following the, the air currents in, 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 in the, as a bird in the air, in the heavens. Uh, the intuition is also just, yes, sensing in a situation and, uh, uh, yeah, and seeing what appears in front of your inner eye. The imagination, in a way, is the inner eye. So if you sense something with your intuition, you get a thought or you get an image, you know. Um, I, just maybe quickly tell this. It's so interesting. My, my mom was a midwife and she had a very strong intuition. And one night she was called from the hospital. And while she was starting her car at five in the morning, she got the image of an elbow in front of her inner eye. She saw a little elbow in front of her inner eye. She said, she thought, why am I getting this image? She went to the hospital and there was this woman giving birth to twins. One baby was out and the other couldn't get out. And my mama, mama remembered the elbow and took on a, a glove and carefully went in to the, to the woman and, and uh, yeah, just gave it a little push, the little elbow, and floop, here was the second baby. And, and everybody said, how did you know? And she said, well, I saw an elbow when I was starting my car. So it is, it is clearly how the intuition and the imagination work together because the imagination is the library of images we have. Right. It, wow. it, it's the library of images. It takes trust, doesn't it, Annette, to navigate uh, the in intuitive and even imaginative realities. Sometimes I'm not sure if it takes a trust, courage, or really surrendering. Would you say a combination of all those three or one more than the other? Um... Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it is a, it is a combination. It's a combination. It's I think the most important is trust. I think um 
just trust in life, but it also has to do that it has to do with um, being okay with whatever happens, trying your best. But if things do not work out, um, um, accepting that that we are on Earth and things go wrong and we make mistakes and we have to do it again and we learn and the next time we do it in a different way. So trusting. Trusting that it is okay if things go in a different way than you expected, or things go wrong, as we, we as we say sometimes, uh, and then yeah, just having the courage to when it goes wrong, to get up and and continue and try another time. And 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 I don't know what happens somewhere along the way. Adults sort of stop trying. I mean, when you look at at, at when children learn to walk, they fall down like for a whole year and then they finally walk but every time they fall they don't say oh well just leave it i'm just not going to get up anymore because <laughs> true. <laughs> true. And, yeah and, um, yeah so it is it's a combination of the three I think. what have we been missing like why we are not using all these faculties that we have, these capabilities we have? That's a very good question. Let me see. In your book, you have the 12-week workshop and you have the 12 sessions. Each one of them explore a different theme. I specifically love the section six, feelings in section seven, spirituality in personal symbols. We have been talking about this in a way. And then you have, at the end, I absolutely love to the, uh, you have this list of feelings, uh, feelings when your needs are satisfied. And then you have a list of feelings when your needs are not satisfied. Yeah. So, so that's very insightful to see that. Um, really great though. So talk to me for a moment before I ask you my final questions about the Iris art center in Greece? Yeah, I organized the workshop um, for 12 weeks, but I also have special uh, workshops that are uh, that are six days on uh, based on the book, Discovering Artistic Voice. And so it's it's an it's an intense workshop. And um, we work every day about two hours uh, on, on the chapters in the book. And it's amazing how fast women uh, connect to themselves when they when they find an an, uh, an, uh, an issue of personal interest, which which they they discover from their writing. They ask themselves, "Who am I?" and "What is important to me?" and they write a few a few lines, and then from the words that they that they use, um, they see images behind those words. And for instance, freedom. And then, like what I said with the bird flying in the sky, you can make a collage of this, of a bird flying. That is your collage on freedom. And then you can continue with that. You can you can say, okay, what memories do I have of, of freedom? Uh, what dreams do I have? How does freedom feel for me? And what image do I see behind that feeling? Uh, what is the color of freedom for me? So it is all very it's self-reflective uh, thinking and and, um, and visualizing. And, and the more you practice visualizing and connecting visualization with your language, so translating your words into images, the easier it becomes to make art. And then from collage, you can you can start painting because you are you are. Uh, sort of mesmerized by the ideas and the images you have in your in your head 
So, and, and I, I don't only use the book for, for this workshop. I also organize artist residencies where I work one-on-one with uh, women artists from all over the world. And um, it, it also works very well in this method in my coaching uh, residencies where, where I help women find new, new trails in their artistic expression. And, and I teach them how it is connected to their, their life and their life experiences and their self-identity. That is a fantastic journey, isn't it? So that's a wonderful work of you guiding these women to get to know the depth of themselves, the inner world, as you call it. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Annette, again, for this beautiful yeah. and true to my heart kind of work. Yeah, I discovered this idea of the internet, you know, there is the internet, World Wide Web, but there is also the internet. So you can you can uh, type uh, the word freedom in the Google bar of your imagination, press enter, and then everything you have, everything that is stored in your imagination that has a relationship with freedom just pops up, you know. And it's it's if you do it a few a few times, it it really works well, and and you get so many ideas with working with your internet. <laughs> And before we end the conversation today, I have a few more questions for you here, the ending questions. But before that, would you like to add anything or read a passage in your book? Um, add anything to read a passage in my book. Um, um, yeah, I can read a passage from my book. Uh, um, dip. Um, yeah, I can, I can read a passage from the conclusion basically, because it's, it is, uh, yeah, it's as follows. The process of artistic development can help women become who they really are and discover their true self identity, especially for women. It is mandatory to discover who they really are and accept themselves the way they are in order to enjoy the beauty, worth, and meaning of their own lives. They should not be dependent on the opinions or judgments of others, men and women, in their lives. Getting to know yourself and becoming aware of who you are is the key to personal power, individuation, having a dialogue with oneself, and having a voice. Art making is a practical tool for women to discover who they are because it provides a visual process to discover what is important to them and what they are passionate about. Making art is integrative. It works on all levels of the human psyche and gives tactical results of the process. Collage making is an especially easy way to start artistic explorations. Some of my students couldn't draw or paint but they developed their ability to cut and paste photographs and colored shapes and to choose color for their artwork because they were able to consciously look for the images they wanted or the colors that felt right. Art making gives women the possibility to monitor their own progress in expressing who they are. I wanted to know more about the process of artistic development and its relation to the development of self-identity because I felt art was a way to help women become who they really are, discover their true self-identity, and see how art making is a way to cultivate themselves and to grow. 
It is a way to discover one's own voice, to believe in it, and to develop it. So two more questions for you, the ending questions. What is another word for healing? Um, another word for healing? Um, yeah, I think... I think it is. It has to do very much with relaxing and accepting, and um, uh, yeah, it, I think I think it has to do with becoming relaxed. Hmm. Uh, right. Yeah, maybe finding peace. Yeah, we just connected, right? It's interesting how you. You've been saying that a lot. Yeah, relaxing, this flowing with life. Yeah, feeling free, the the feeling of freedom. So yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, you know what else is really important, I think, is that when people are sick or when they have a problem, they go to somebody else. Okay, they go to a specialist, they go to a doctor or a psychologist, and 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 they and they wait till the other person heals them. And what I have discovered is. Self-healing is so important. When you have a problem, sit down, open your journal, start writing, ask yourself, what is wrong with me? Why am I so tense? Why do I have this pain in my belly? What is wrong with me? Right. And, and so right. I tell people, talk with your belly, ask yourself, say, <laughs> belly, what's wrong with you? Why are you, why, what is, what is, why are you so painful? And, and, and because you have to take an active, uh, attitude in life you have to be willing to to solve something and 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 to be open to figure out what is what is ailing you so i think self-healing is so important i'm so glad you said that what an important message of accessing our inner power yeah we are the only ones really that can heal ourselves from my understanding yeah absolutely yeah. no yeah, one can yeah, do that yeah. So um, my last question is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? Um, three things I know about life for sure. I think life is gorgeous. I think life is really gorgeous. And I am not a person that had an easy life. I want to say that. I've, I've lost a brother. Um, I, I went through hardship. but. Um, Every time you come out of hardship, you are like a phoenix coming out of the ashes and you realize how much you have learned and how much you have grown. And every time you come out of hardship, it, it seems like life is even more beautiful. The colors are even more beautiful. And, and you, you start to, to, uh, to value so much the time you have on earth. And, and, and I, I also think that what I value is learning to live in the present moment and to really, really let go of the past and, and enjoy the, the present moment and all the gifts that are there all the time, the lights, the colors, uh, people that smile at you. And, and yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, thank you for your work and your presence here today, our conversation, for your patience um, off record with the technology. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> That's part of it too, right? Being patient. <laughs> so before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects? Yes, uh, I have two websites. The one is www 
Annette Laux, L-U-Y-C-X dot com. And my work website is www.irisartcenter, center is with T-R-E dot com. And I called my center, my art center, Iris, because it is uh, a woman, a uh, goddess from Greek mythology, and she brings messages from the gods to the humans. So she is the goddess of inspiration. And that's why I called it Iris Art Center. And there I have all, I have my workshops, my weekly lessons, and my residency uh, programs. And I also do online uh, residencies now for a week. I connect with my with artists two hours a day, and we work intensively on finding new uh, new trails in their artistic expression and 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 their artistic voice. I'll have those links on your podcast profile below. Thank you so much again, Annette, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. It was <laughs> such an honor, and I'm very happy that I got to meet you. Yes, me too. Thank you so much again. We'll talk soon. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Annette Laus and her work, please visit www.annettelaus.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.